Welcome to the Darwinian Demon Podcast. The Rodney King beating was about 26 years ago, and the crazy thing about it was that it showed a lot of people, a lot of non-black people what, maybe a lot of black people too, but it showed a lot of people what a lot of black people already knew, which is that police beat up black people. And it was a big moment in the 90s, and then there were these riots that followed afterwards. After the, um, after the police were acquitted of the beating. And the thing that, that I remember thinking after the riots and after all that is like, well, maybe, maybe things can get better. You know, maybe, maybe there's some kind of way things will get better. Then fast forward 26 years and you pretty much see a police shooting of a black person, an unarmed black person. You see, it seems like you see, you see a really egregious one every three or four months. You know, last year there were a couple that were within days of each other where it was just, you know, it kind of blew your mind that that a person would even be shot in that situation. And, um, you know, you you see all these things and, and, and after the Rodney King thing, you see all these things and you wonder like, well, okay, I guess things aren't going to get better. Looks like they're just getting worse because, you know, Rodney King, you know, you think about it as like, well, that was just a beating. Now it's like, People just get shot and killed unarmed and doing a whole lot less than what Rodney King was doing at the time he got he got the beating. And so, um, yeah, it's like it feels like things are just getting worse. And it also feels like the police are um, police really seem like they. Like there is, it seems like black people just get shot a whole lot more than than you would you would think based on the number of black people, or even if you factor in the um, supposed higher crime rate, you know that black people have. Black people definitely seem to have higher. Uh, I get maybe they have higher rates of um, encounters with police. I don't know, but. Uh, it definitely seems like something's wrong and something's going on. It seems like seems like to me when I look at it, there's something seriously wrong with the police right now. Like they are uh they're really wilding out and they are really um they are really doing something. And so I you know, but I can't find any real I could I can't find any real data about this or any real no one's really looked at this. You know, you see some some magazine articles where they talk about it. Of course, and you know, I'm sure I don't watch cable news, but I'm sure cable news talks about it a lot. But I'm, I'm interested in seeing some real data about what is the what is the the police bias. It, first of all, just is there a real police bias against black people? You know, you got the Blue Lives Matter thing, and they'll say, well, there's no bias. You know, if anything, these police are just trying to protect themselves from awful people who mean them harm, and and you know. If, if you if you don't comply, you'll get shot. And sometimes you you even if you do comply, you'll get shot because the policeman was scared of something about you. So and that's not that's not the policeman's fault. That's your fault. I mean that's that's basically what the black what the sorry the 
Blue Lives Matter movement is saying. I mean, that's a funny thing anyways. It's like, it's like you had this thing called Black Lives Matter. It's not the best name in the world, but Black Lives Matter came out, right? And so they're like, hey, everybody, Black Lives Matter. And what that meant was like Black Lives Matter 2. Maybe they should have called it Black Lives Matter 2. But when they came out with Black Lives Matter, and then it was like, nope, Blue Lives Matter, bam. And it was like they wanted to, it was like just when you thought the Black Lives Matter, nope, the Blue Lives Matter. So it's like they want to make sure we, they, that we stay in our place, you know, that we, that we know that while our lives might matter to us, Blue Lives Matter more. Right. And so I guess blue fear matter. Maybe maybe blue fear matters more than uh, than black lives. But anyway, I wanted, you know, I wanted to look at this data and. Uh, I wasn't really satisfied with anything I found online. And then I found that um, the Washington Post has been recording all these shootings, all these fatalities. So what they don't they don't record shootings. They record police uh, shooting deaths. So people who were shot and killed by police. And they've been recording data since 2015. Every, na- every shooting in the nation since January 1st of 2015, they record it. And they make it available. So be an evolutionary biologist. That's probably the only time you're going to hear the word evolution on this episode. Being an evolutionary biologist, I, um, I said, well, shoot, there's some data right here. Let's, let's crack it open. Let's look at it. Let's see what let's see what's really going on, as the kids used to say back in the '90s, and uh, take a look at the data and see what and see what the data actually say. Like, first of all, I mean, do black people get shot more often than you would think? That's the first question I would like to know, you know. And then, like, is there any kind of geographical pattern? Like, are there some some states maybe we should avoid going to? And then. Um, are black people more shot, more likely to be shot when they're unarmed? It certainly seems so when you look at the news. Now, I'm sure that there's a lot of people from, you know, a lot of dissenting views on some of this, right? And they'll say, well, no, black people aren't more likely to be shot when they're unarmed. It's just the media is sensationalizing all this. Well, um, I'm going to look at some of the data and find out. I also am going to uh, take a, just a quick look at the end and see what, what the data on uh, Hispanic or Latino people show and see if there's any if you see any uh if there's any difference with with that or if there's any pattern with with those people but i'm mainly interested in black people because for selfish reasons of course because i'm uh scared of getting shot by police of course like most black people in america right now unless you're uh that sheriff clark guy i guess he's he's too busy doing whatever he does um all right so first of all i'm going to show some so i got the data and I analyze it, right? And so I basically took the data from the day I, I downloaded it, and it had every shooting in the United States from two thousand, from January first of two thousand fifteen to uh, July. I think it was yeah, July eighteenth of two thousand and seventeen. And so what I did is I just took the data, analyzed it, and some pretty basic stats. And so I just wanted to look at well is are black people more likely to be shot than you would say, more likely to be killed, sorry, shot and killed? Um, are they, is they, they're more likely to be shot and killed based on their um, proportion within the United States relative to other races? So we can look at all the other races and see how often they are shot 
how frequently they're shot, and is that more than what you would expect? And then looked at some at the states. So do you see that are black people from from different states more likely to be shot than you would guess based on the proportion of black people in that particular state? And then I looked at just the, the data. And so when you look at those two, you say to yourself, okay, well, or maybe you won't say to yourself, but there's definitely people who will say to themselves, well, of course, black people are going to be shot more than their percentage in the, in the population because black people are criminals. They're more, black people commit more crimes. Black people have more encounters with the police. They live in these horrible neighborhoods. As, you know, as Donald Trump always talks about, they, these horrible inner city neighborhoods, it's like, you know, it's like, dude, Okay, first of all, who is is living in an inner city right now in America? It's not poor black people in inner cities too much anymore, right? Inner cities are all gentrified in most places now. So I don't know. I don't know this inner city that uh, Trump is talking about. But anyway, that's a. I digress. Um, mainly, what's so anyway the. The regional part of it, I just wanted to look at, well, are there some differences in states? Are there some states black people should probably avoid, right? Can Are you able to pick that up in the data? Are there some states where black people tend to get shot at a high, much higher rate than their population density? Or their population, sorry, their, their, their frequency in the population of that state? Is there any difference in that? And... um and then, so, oh, yeah. And then, then the other thing I, I, I was talking about, well, or if, if black people are, are more likely to commit crimes, right, let's just, let's just get that off the table, right? Or, let's, or, or black people are more likely to, be, to have encounters with the police. Let's just, let's just get that off the table. Let's just, let's just look at all the shootings of armed and unarmed people and just compare blacks and whites. So in that group of people, it's just, Everybody who had an encounter with the police. So you don't have to worry about who's had more encounters or fewer encounters with the police. You're just interested in you've had an encounter with the police. You just got fatally shot. Was the person armed or unarmed? And is that more likely more likely to be armed? I mean, more likely to be unarmed and shot that when they're black. That's what that's definitely what the media would. That's the idea. That's definitely what the media would suggest. And going to look at some of these data with the using actual statistics. So not just comparing the the rates saying, well, there's a higher rate for blacks and a higher rates for whites. It's like, well, but is that is there a stati- statistical difference? So can you really uh say something about the difference? And that's um that's what this show is about today. Okay, so the first question I want to look at is are blacks shot and killed at a higher rate than you would expect based on their um their percentage in the population or their their proportion of of the total US population that they're that they're at and you want to compare blacks with uh whites and um Asians and Latinos and see what and see what those data show you okay so i put the um i put this graph on the it should show up on i guess maybe it'll show up on um what do you call it uh Samsung devices but I think it should work. It should show up on Apple devices. But anyway, um, I put this graph up and it shows the um, 
it basically shows the expected number of deaths given the of the of those two hundred and of those two thousand and five hundred and four shootings that that were recorded in that in the in the block of data that I grabbed. It shows the expected number of deaths for each one of the racial groups, and so that's a blue line on that graph. And then the observed number of deaths. That, that the number of deaths that you actually see in the in the data, and when you look across the races, the first thing I want you to first thing you notice is that the Hispanics and Asians they pretty much have this right around the the expected number of deaths, the number of deaths that you would expect. So the observed number of deaths is right around the expected number of deaths, right? So there's nothing going on there. Now when you look at um, at whites. Whites, they're much lower, uh, actually, observed number of, of shooting deaths for whites than you would expect based on the number of, of whites in the, the proportion of whites. And then you see the opposite for blacks, where there's much greater, um, much many more observed deaths for blacks than there are for, um, than it, it, much many more observed deaths for blacks than, expect, than you would expect. And it's somewhere around... Um, I guess that looks like somewhere around uh, 700 or so. But it's a lot of deaths, right? A lot more than you would expect. Expect, And when you look at this, this pattern statistically, it's significant. So it's, it's significant at, the, at a level of 0. 0.0001. So that means that there's a, a very low chance, a 0.0001, less than that chance, that you would arrive at, these, at, this, at this pattern by chance. So there's something going on here. These the frequency of, of shooting deaths across these races is is not equal to what you would expect based on their proportion in the population. And what's driving that is the fact that blacks are being shot a lot more than you would expect and whites are being shot um, less than you would expect based on their um, percentages in the population. OK, so the next thing I wanted to look at was the um, some of these regional patterns. So is there a regional pattern to these data where basically do you see that if you look at, across the United States at, at the states, are there some states where even we're given the, the percentage of the population that's black, do you, see, do you see them being, do you see black people getting shot and killed more frequently um, than, you would, than, than, their, um, than their percentage within that state? And when we look at that, we see that across most of the states, and so I'll put that, that graph up too, most of the states, black people are shot at higher rate than their, um, than their frequency in the population. And so when you look at this graph, it has a, a dotted line. That dotted line is this one-to-one -one line. Basically, all this, if there was no bias, all, the states, would, all the, the states would fall really close to that line. And so what you see, when you look at the line, though, you see that, um, you see that, most states, the number of shootings, the number of people, black people killed by police is much higher than the, um, the proportion of, the, of black people in those states. And there's no regional pattern to it at all. So it's not like southern states are doing worse than northern states or, or um, red states are, are worse than blue states. There's really no pattern. In fact, a super, super blue state, D.C., is the most extreme of all of them where it's it's like much much further away and so almost almost uh well I guess a little more than 90% of the shootings of the fate of the of all the police shootings in DC 
were uh, were were committed against black people, and black people make up a, a, about fifty percent of the of the population in D.C. So there's really something going on in D.C. And you see a similar pattern to that when you look at the unarmed shooting. The unarmed, unarmed shooting data is a little bit tougher to deal with because they're just luckily there's just fewer data, fewer um, shootings. So and fewer shootings, so you can't really compare states, right? But when you look at the overall pattern, that's one thing you can look at. And the overall pattern is is really not pretty. Now contrast that with the um, the shootings of white people by police. And just as you would expect, based on the, the the graph that just shows the frequencies where white people get shot across the nation at much lower frequencies than you would expect, when you look across the states, what you see is, for most of the states, um, there's like Montana and New Hampshire, there's slightly more, but for most of the states, white people are shot and killed by police at much lower rates than you would expect based on their, or their higher, their, than their population density. Or the, sorry, their population frequency within those states, and there's again, there's no real regional pattern to this to these to these data either. And um, what's striking about this is how opposite it is from the graph for um, for black people or African Americans, whichever one of those two terms you you prefer. But yeah, it's really striking. You see the same kind of thing with the unarmed shootings of of white people. The the graphs look look pretty much the same except there's just luckily there's a lot less data oh yeah and I, f I forgot to mention that um on all these graphs i put this little arrow going above the dashed line with this with the word beware on it and that's basically just to remind you that as the you know when you get further the further away you get from that dashed line that dashed line in that direction the more worried about being shot by by the police in that state you should be given the, the frequency of the population. So, you know, for some reason, like when you look at the unarmed shootings, I mean, again, it's just, it's just so few data, right? You look at the unarmed shootings of white people in New Jersey and North Carolina, you'd be like, whoa, watch out. But I think both of those is just uh, two shootings, one or two shootings. So like a couple more shootings could, could really change that. All right, so now we can talk about this next question, which is really the, the big one. Which is well, okay. So what about if we just look at unarmed? What if we look at unarmed and armed shootings of blacks and whites, and we of of blacks and whites, and not really compare these shootings to the numbers in the population? Because again, maybe black people just encounter the police more often. So here, I'm just just looking at the all the fatalities so the the um the 2504 fatalities in the data set that I that I have on shootings I'm just looking at those and not really worrying about the population density again and the reason is is I don't have, that way we don't I don't have to think about this whole question of well maybe black people commit more crimes or and have more encounters with the police I don't have to worry about that because these people in this pool of people have already had an encounter with the police, all of them. They've already had an encounter with the police where the police felt it necessary to shoot them. Now, what happens when you look at these people? Well, the thing you see is just when you just look at the numbers, you see you already see that, that it seems like a much higher rate of black people being shot while unarmed by the police. And statistically, that's exactly what's going on. 
So when you look at that pattern statistically, um, there's only a, first of all, there's a there's a point zero 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 six chance of arriving at those numbers um, by by coincidence, by chance or whatever. So what that's telling you is something's going on with the police and black people. And I'm guessing my my guess about it is that uh, police in the United States are um, they're super afraid of black people to the point where unarmed black people are getting shot and killed by police at much higher rates than unarmed white people. And um, statistically, that's that's being borne out. Now, I don't know the exact mechanism, but that's that's my guess for what the mechanism is. Now, when you look at um, the the what, the comparison between whites and Latinos or whites and Hispanics, however you want to call that, I, I don't really know. Um, I would go with Latino, but for some reason the data say Hispanic, so I've been saying I've been saying both when I talk about this. When you look at the the data for Latinos, it's a similar pattern as the as what you see for for blacks, but it's not statistically significant. So here the significance value is 0 0.09. So there's a 0 0.09 chance of arriving arriving at these numbers at, by by coincidence. And what that's telling me is that um you know, it seems like there's something going on with Latinos, but it's not nearly as strong as what's going on with blacks, and it's not significant either. So, you know, you add some more data, and the patterns may change. Those patterns are probably not likely to change over the next few years with blacks. I mean, hopefully, right, hopefully we don't have any more police shootings, and that won't happen. So when looking at these data, there's a few things that I that that, that I come away from, but First, first, they're just just a couple of disclaimers. Okay, so you have to have disclaimers in this day and age because everybody acts like a child and everybody's always looking for a reason to get offended. Both everybody on the right and the left are constantly looking for reasons to be offended. So first of all, number one, not trying to say every police officer is a racist asshole trying to shoot black people. Okay, not saying that at all. There are plenty of good police officers and I know I know some of them. And that's kind of what drives my obsession with this is because I know some police officers who would not be involved in some of these ridiculous or some of these tragic uh, types of shootings of unarmed people. So that's get that off off the chest first. And so it's it's not that all police officers are um, are bad, but there is something seriously going on with the police as a whole. And when you can see a statistical trend where one group of people is being shot more often, shot and killed more often by the police, there's a problem. I mean, no one should be killed by police, right? Unless it's like an extreme circumstance. And so there, like, there's definitely a problem. And, you know, when you look at that, there's categories, right? Those categories in this data, like armed and unarmed. Some of these armed people had things like, I mean, the one that got me is, is there was a person with an ink pen that was considered armed. And you know, like Philando Castile, he is he's considered armed in the in the in this data set. I mean, he that's fine, you know, but but he's considered armed in this data set. And so, but these people should not be getting killed. So there's a problem, and um, we have to, as a society, I, I think we have to address this problem. And when I think about it, you know, I was thinking about it how how this is going on, and and the way I see it is like, see. 
black people are the canaries in the coal mine with this issue. Like we're setting the trend again. Like we tend to set the trends. Like, first of all, like this, all of a sudden, you know, in America, there's everybody's worried about this opiate thing, like this heroin, this heroin epidemic that's just driving the country crazy. Well, we black people were the first people with, with a heroin ap- epidemic. Like we, we, we had that first. We had that whole problem first. And I tell you, it, it, it looks like the same thing's going to happen with all these police shootings. And it just has to stop. And, you know, the, the solution that I see isn't, isn't to uh, give people sensitivity training and all that. I think that what we have here is we have in the police of the United States, we just have, we have a group of people who are, who are poorly trained, who should not have that job. We ha- and I think we have to change the, the nature of that job. I mean, what we need the police to be is a, is a, a actual, I mean, first of all, just think about what it, what it takes to be a police officer, what you're asking somebody to do. You're asking somebody to risk their life to possibly save someone else's life. That's at best or risk their life to write somebody a traffic ticket. I mean, okay. Like we're asking people to do that. So if you're going to ask somebody to do that, you need, you need like, you need like an elite force to be doing that in this day and age. I mean, every Americans are, are armed. Americans are on drugs. Americans are crazy right now. And you're just going to ask people who just get like a little bit of training and a little bit of pay to go and deal with that. So let I me, mean, we have to be real on all sides with this. And so we need a totally different kind of police force than the one we have. And so I think we need us. We need to have like, basically we need people like, like Navy SEALs as police nowadays. And we have to pay them as such, you know, I mean, you should, I mean, basically they should get somewhere in the, you know, somewhere in the like, they should get, you know, definitely, definitely six figures starting out. But they should get, they should basically get paid like doctors, because I think the job is just as important. And so, with that though, we can weed out. I think as a society, we can weed out some of these, some of these bad apples. I mean, you know, the kind of people like, like that guy recently, like, like the guy who shot Philando Castile. He shot him because he smelled marijuana in the car. You know, or that guy who, or the, whoever showed up and shot that, there was a guy who shot a pregnant black lady who called the police. There was police who shot her in Seattle. Like, I mean, you're afraid of that lady. Or the guy, there's a guy, you know, the guy in Minnesota who shot someone. He shot a white lady. who's a black cop that, or a Somalian cop. He shot, I mean, like, he might as well have been black, right? But he shot a black, uh, a white lady because he heard a, uh, he heard a loud noise. So he heard the loud noise, and uh, it scared him so much he shot this lady. And um, be interesting to see if he gets off of that one. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's not looking good for him. We know his name. For some reason, you don't know the names of the other people till after it's all said and done, but they, his name came out quick. But um, we need to uh, – we need, we, need just, we just need better police officers. We can't have these kind of people as police officers because they're doing a terrible job, and they're killing people. And so we're going to have to change that. And um, we're going to have to pay for it. I mean, we don't want to pay for anything. It's like lately in America, we don't want to pay for anything. And we want everything. And this is one of the things I think, I think we're going to have to pay for. Because I don't see any other way around it. Unless we just don't have police. And so, um, yeah, on that, uh, 
depressing note. Um, until the next episode. See ya. For the sun to rise, for the tree to drop, here is a strange and bitter curl.